The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome into At The Podium. This is a special NFL Combine edition. I am your host, Michael Kist. You can follow my work at BleedingGreenNation.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at MichaelKistNFL. That's K-I-S-T. It's been a while since we've had one of these episodes, but we are glad to have Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson back doing press conferences. The ones from today are obviously from the NFL Combine with Howie leading off and Doug closing it out. A lot of good questions asked to the duo. The major news, of course, is surrounding Nick Foles, who Howie said will not be franchise tagged, which is what we here at BGN expected throughout the process. So he is free to test the market. Not that it will stop the Philadelphia media from squeezing every last drop of blood from the stone that is Nick Foles in the meantime. The duo is also asked questions regarding Carson Wentz, the futures of Jason Peters and Darren Sproles, where they might look to add in the running back room, just all kinds of good content packed into this puppy. Before we get to that, just to look ahead on the schedule here, tomorrow you'll be getting the QB Sco Show with Mark Schofield and myself to talk about the process for quarterbacks at the NFL Combine, and we will dig into some prospects as always. Friday morning, you'll have a fresh BGN radio waiting for you with John Stolness and Brandon Lee Gowton, and at another point during the week, you'll get a Combine update from the Kiston Solak Show. Ben is there in Indy live getting all of the dirt, so look forward to that. But for now, let's go to the podium. I didn't even get a chance to say good afternoon, welcome to Indy. You didn't give me an opening moment. I just wanted to see that everyone had their stuff. Yeah. Um, we know Carson. and We know what kind of teammate he is. We know what kind of leader he is. You know, it's ironic because uh, as we've gone through free agency since we've had Carson, there have been so many guys who've wanted to come to Philly to play with him. Um, so, you know, none of that is any issues to us. We're incredibly excited about having him as our quarterback and uh, excited about this season. How are you? you have a lot of moving parts on the offensive line right now with Brandon recovering from his Achilles, Jason considering retirement, and JP, uh, 38 years old. Uh, with regard to Kelsey, have you heard from him? 37. 37. <laughs> with regard to Kelsey, have you heard from or talked to him about that? And where do you stand with regard to Peters and coming back for another season? Well, first, it's always going to be a priority for us to make sure that our offensive line starts with protection. Um, and we're going to show that with our actions as well as our words. Um, in terms of any individual players, uh, we keep those conversations with them private. It's important to us to be able to have honest conversations with our players and keep that all in-house. In terms of... 
You know, we've been so fortunate over the last couple of years to have two top 15 quarterbacks in Carson and Nick. And um, we've spent a lot of time discussing this internally and with him. And uh, we've decided to let Nick become a free agent. What went into that decision? Uh, a lot. You know, uh, it's hard when you have someone who's incredibly valuable um, to your organization at the most important position in sports. And um, at the same time, we've had an incredible success with him when he's had to play. Uh, four playoff wins over the last two years. Great teammate. Um, a huge resource for Carson and Nate Sudfeld as well. Uh, but at the same time, um, he deserves an opportunity to lead a team. It's a goal of his to lead another team and lead another locker room. And um, we feel at this point that it's the right decision. No, you know, um, I don't really want to get into any trade discussions with any teams, but th this decision was made, you know, the combine's an opportunity to talk to teams. This is really uh, our version of the baseball winter meetings and talk about trades. We made this decision as an organization, um, and we feel very comfortable about it. Uh, again, you know, hard decision because someone who means a lot to us professionally and personally <laughs> But at the end of the day, as an organization, we felt like it was the right thing to do. Howie, just from, just from a rules perspective with the language around the franchise tag, is that, would that have been an option that would be available to you that you're comfortable with, the tag and, and trade? Or? Yeah, I, I don't want to get into any hypotheticals on that. But, um, you know, for us, um, you know, this is a decision we made. I think that we have uh, our interpretation of rules and what we can do. But at the end of the day, it's not going to factor in anyway, so I, I think it would just be a waste of time talking about that. You know, we're going to explore every option on our football team um, to improve our football team. But we have a lot of confidence in Nate. Um, he's had an incredible opportunity to learn from two of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. And uh, this is a big opportunity for him, a big year for him. Uh, we're really excited about Nate Sudfeld. To go back to the, the offensive line, uh, Jason is Yeah, and I think you also have to add in Matt Pryor, you know, a guy who played tackle and we drafted last year. Um, those guys need opportunities. They need to continue to grow. Um, it's important for us and our coaching staff, and Coach Peterson and staff deserve a lot of credit for this, to develop our players, our players that we draft. Uh, they all have talent, uh, but we also have to make sure that we continue to add players at that position because it's such an important position. With Peters, how do you know, how do you evaluate him at his age and determine whether or not he's still going to be a valuable player at his age? Yeah, he's not a normal human being. I mean, he he's a freak. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer as a player, um, as a person. So normal rules don't apply when it comes to Jason. Um, but again, I just go back to uh, everyone on our team, anyone who's a free agent, anyone we have decisions on, you know, those are discussions we'll have with those players individually. When you're, when you're talking about these guys who have been so valuable to the franchise and having to make tough decisions, when you were kind of uh, coming up through the ranks, was there an example or a lesson you learned about the how to deal with that type of situation that's different than your everyday decisions? That is such a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that the hardest thing we have to do is um, separate the emotion from it. And quite frankly, um, you know, we're an organization led by our owner and led by our head coach that um, emotion plays a part in some of the decisions we make. We, we get attached uh, to our players because they do so much for us. And, um, 
I don't know that that's ever going to go away as long as this leadership's in place and as long as, you know, um, we're led by Jeffrey and Coach Peterson. So um, we try to balance those things, um, but it's hard. It's hard. And um, in this day and age, it's hard also for guys to spend their whole career with one team. There is a lot of player movement, but um, I can tell you that – with all the evaluation we do, and we do a lot of subjective and objective uh, evaluations of our players, that at the end of the day, those things don't matter. Yeah, we're incredibly uh, optimistic about um, all our guys that are injured, but don't want to get into any individual timetables um, for any guys recovering from injury. How do you deal with Nelson Aguilar? I'm going to get Mike for a second. Again, you know, conversations with our players. We try to communicate with all our players and um, just kind of save those uh, answers for when they're ready to make announcements or we're ready to make announcements, so not being specific on Darren. I don't know who wouldn't want a guy like Darren Sproles on their football team. Nelson Aguilar has been an incredibly productive player for us. Um, you know, it, it's great when you, your draft choices uh, are productive, and he's got an incredible work ethic, uh, a great skill set, and, um, you know, just continues to grow. How, 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 do you view the, how do you view creativity to see this year compared to, like, you know, the importance of the draft and what you guys have, like, how you can see this coming up, you know, what you have? Is that more of a source? Yeah, I don't know that we look at them um, as uh, independent entities. Uh, I think we look at kind of the the whole, uh, all the opportunities to add players, whether that's in free agency or the draft or the trade market, um, and try to do whatever we can to improve our football team. That's our goal. We have a lot of work to do here. It starts in Indy. We're really excited about being here. Uh, and improving our football team, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to improve our football team. Um, we want to continue to give our coaches talented players and uh, continue to win games. How much of what you do this offseason will be in mind with Carson's <laughs> eventual extension, whether it comes this year or whenever? Mm-hmm. How much do you have to keep that in mind when you're doing this? For sure. Um, all the young players that you have under contract that you've drafted, you want to keep in mind the possibilities of extending them and keeping them. Um, but at the same time, we're going to try to improve our football team. I mean, from the, from the standpoint of Carson's obviously going to require a larger mm-hmm. salary cap eventually, you have to keep that in mind. For sure. You have to plan, and um, you have to plan knowing that uh, you have an extremely talented quarterback and that you want to have a guy at that position. Um, but the same token, there are going to be opportunities to improve our team, um, even taking that into account. Last year, you were kind of restricted on capitalizing I expect us always to be aggressive in every aspect you know that's that's kind of who we are and um, you know uh, with that obviously there come risks but um, we're not going to be risk adverse if there's an opportunity to improve our football team we'll do that um, but like you said, uh, we have the flexibility. We're not going to use the cap as an excuse, um, but we're also going to try to be smart about it. Alan, with the focus on each of its three picks, does that make it more desirable to make trades as opposed to pursuing free agents? 
Yeah, again, it goes back to the value of the trade. And um, those compensatory picks are added bonus for us. And we look at that when we are trying to decide who we're signing in free agency, who we're retaining, who we're not. But uh, at the end of the day, we just want to add good players that fit our culture. And uh, that's what we'll continue to try to do here. These are going to be all UVA questions for me, Zach. Um, uh, um, you know, Rod Rodney has been an incredibly valuable player since we signed him as a free agent. Um, great work ethic, fits our defensive system and our scheme, and uh, we're excited about bringing him back to Philadelphia. How do you, how do you plan around uh, the possibility of Yeah, we don't look at the roster in just a one-year window. So um, we're continually trying to evaluate where we are not only this year but next year and even three years out um, and just kind of anticipating some of that. But by the same token, so much happens from a year-to-year -year basis that it's hard to anticipate some of those things. So uh, you try to maintain your priorities, um, make sure they're addressed and that you're never in a situation where you're falling back from the things that you really believe in and keep the main thing the main thing. Well, I think there's different ways to skin a cat. You know, we won a world championship two years ago, and um, we got Legarrette in free agency in May and um, traded for Jay and, you know, had traded for Darren Sproles at that time and then had some late picks and undrafted free agents that work out. But at the end of the day, we're not going to force any particular position uh, just because of perceived need. Um, and uh, we'll kind of evaluate that position just based on the value of each particular player. Two more questions, please. The final four teams, Whoa. I think, for the five best offenses. He leads the league in questions, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's right in front now. Yeah. Uh, do you have to tilt sort of your team building philosophy towards offense a little bit in terms of resources? I don't know, Coach. What do you think? What do you think? Offense, defense? What, what do you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make the man happy. Was that was that the? Do you guys want to take a poll of what your last question you'd like to be, and then I'll answer. It'll be like, is that is that crowdsourcing, Brandon? Is that what that's called? Yeah. It's like your football team. I mean, when you have an opportunity to add um, an incredibly talented person um, at his craft, and then um, someone who fits into the chemistry that you're trying to bring in. Uh, you don't get those opportunities very often. Really excited to add Andrew, someone that um, uh, we kind of have had our eye on for a long time. We know what kind of person he is first and foremost and what he could add. Um, but it does, it's not a reflection of anyone um, and their particular roles. It's just a unique opportunity for us to add someone who fits um, kind of the thought process that we have. And uh, we're really excited that we're adding him. What's his role? He's the vice president of football operations, and in that role, you know, Jeffrey has, has said this, has articulated this better than anyone, and it's just um, these jobs that you have, there's a lot that goes on. And obviously the most important thing is improving our roster and making sure we have the right players, and he'll be a part of that, um, but also looking at decision-making and uh, every area of football ops, and um, that's perfor the performance area, um, that's innovation and video, 
Um, I really I could go on and on, but the job is multifaceted, and um, there's a lot of time that we spend doing things other than just improving the roster. And um, he can help in every area. He he's very versatile, very talented. Dallas, uh, obviously being our first pick a year ago in the second round, um, really was a guy that uh, came on as the season season went along. Um, Dallas is a tremendous worker. Uh, hard studier. Uh, Justin Peel did a great job getting him prepared each week. You know, we, we saw the skill set, obviously, through through tape study and then through, you know, the off-season program and training camp. And, um, you know, when you have a number of sort of targets on offense, it, it becomes a challenge, you know. It becomes a challenge to get everybody the, the ball. And then you got to include your running backs, you know. And 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 yet we still found ways to, to get him involved. I think that's going to, you know, it's been a you know, a source of topic for us as a coaching staff, you know, moving forward uh, with him. And, and uh, he's, a, he's a big piece uh, to, to our success, you know, on the football field. Nate's done a great job. Nate, Nate has really put himself in a position to compete for it. You know, we, we just don't go around and, and give out jobs. Um, but at the same time, we want him to compete for that spot. I feel like he's uh, earned the opportunity to, to do that. Uh, I'm comfortable with him, what he's done, what he's, you know, been with us now for a few years and understands our system. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a matter of him just embracing that and, and moving forward with it. You know, not necessarily. I, I think it can go both ways. I mean, you, you've seen what we've done the last couple of seasons, really since I've been here. You know, we had Chase Daniel the first year, then, of course, Nick the last two years. Chase didn't have a ton of, obviously, game experience. Nick had, um, you know, and, and, and when you when you're kind of have that quarterback in the in the waiting, so to speak, uh, in, in a guy like Nate, who's seen a lot of football the last couple of years, um, it's a great opportunity for him. So you can kind of go either way. You can kind of go with a younger guy. You could kind of bring in a veteran for it. But at the same time, you know, I want Nate to compete for it and and uh, and see where he's at. <laughs> Well, I think I think number one, he he's uh, um, obviously like his size. Um, you know, he's got a got a really good arm. He's accurate. Uh, continues to work his mobility, uh, his, his his pocket presence, his awareness. I think one of the things we saw this year, even though he was limited, obviously not not many game reps, but the stuff we saw in practice is is how well he's really uh, become comfortable with our offense, uh, how he prepares our defense. You know, during the course of the week. Um, and he's a smart quarterback. I mean, he's he's highly intelligent. Uh, he's got great ideas, um, and and again, uh, you know, somebody that we feel comfortable with competing competing for that number two spot. Doug, did you find Well, you know, I mean, listen. Um, we know how we all feel about Carson. Uh, Carson's our quarterback. Um, I love everything about Carson Wentz and, and, and the way he the way he attacks his job every single day, the way he competes, um, the way he embraces the locker room. Um, and and so, you know, uh, I just I, I don't put a lot of I don't put a lot of weight in that, a lot of stock in that. I mean, it's, it's his performance on the football field, obviously. And, and he understands where he's at. He understands he, you know, um, he's got to got to stay on the field. Obviously, he knows that. Uh, but at the same time, um, guys really rally around him they support him and he listen he's one piece he's not the entire football team and uh um you know we we do this thing as a team and uh, he's a part of that 
I think I think what 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 he's doing and what he's been doing kind of speaks for itself. Um, you know, the guys really respect him. His play on the football field obviously is the ultimate factor. I, I think that's where where guys can rally around around him and what he's what he's uh, shown us in, in, in three seasons. And um, you know, listen, when you're the when you're the guy, uh, you know, um, you, you touch a lot of people, and you got to continue to touch a lot of people. And 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 reach out to a lot of people and no different in my case, you know, as the head football coach, I got to continue to build relationships and, and, uh, and, and just bring those along. So, um, you know, he's the quarterback and, and we just continue to grow, grow together in that, in that realm. Were you surprised, were you surprised by the story or did you think it was, uh, you know, those are, you know, those are things we'll discuss as the off season goes. Um, you know, uh, Jason's been a big part of our success and, and, and been around him for a lot of years now. So uh, those are things we'll we'll talk about as we move forward. You know, um, I tell you what, Nick and Nick and I, you know, we've got a we've got a lot of history together all the way back to when we drafted him, you know, when I was on Coach Reed's staff here in Philly and um, and and so you know, we had conversations obviously at the end of the season, um, and and you know he he knew where where I stood and how I felt about him, and and uh, but at the same time, uh, you know he, he he was a tremendous, obviously a, a, a huge part of our success these last last two years, and and uh, uh, but again a lot like you know in, in Carson's case he was one piece of the puzzle, and um, you know it's an opportunity now, you know as how he mentioned to. Uh, um, become a starter in this league and he's very capable of doing that and uh you know i'm excited for his future jason peters is a big value he's a he's a, he's a valuable part of of our offense and our offensive line um if if jason peters um you know, it's a lot like Darren Sproles. I mean, we're, we're kind of going down the same path with Darren Sproles. Uh, if these guys want to want an opportunity, you know, you love both of them and, and you give them an opportunity. Um, you know, it, it, Jason, I, I feel still has some opportunity for us. You know, and and you know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see how it ends up. But you know, I think in Jason's mind right now, and and I don't want to put words in his 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 mouth, but I think he he feels like too. You know, getting healthy and being 100% going into the offseason, going into training camp. Uh, he was coming off that injury, obviously, and and you know it's tough to play to play like he did. Um, you know, to battle through that that injury every single week, and then the soreness and the different things uh, is a credit to him. So, um, moving forward, you know, those are those are conversations we'll continue to have with him. There are parts about his personality that you can see running. You rubbed me the wrong way. You know, I, I learned too uh, when I was a player in this business. I played with one of the one of the greatest the greatest players of. Uh, and he's a Hall of Fame quarterback in Brett Favre and, and Dan Marino. And you know what? They they had success because you're not always going to be buddy buddy with everybody. Um, do you build relationships with everybody? Yeah, but you, you you hold everybody to a high standard, including myself. And and uh, you know we're not in a we're not in a feel good business. You know we're obviously in a business to win games and ultimately a championship, and, and that's our goal. And and so um, if people get offended, I'm sorry. You know it's just it's just the way it is. And 
you know, you can't make excuses for it. But at the same time, at the end of the day, we walk out on the football field, we're united, and uh, and we play the game. You said you said before that Yeah, I think that's one of the one of his strengths, obviously, and and you know, for him to be able to come uh, to me, come to Mike Rowe, uh, you know, with, with ideas, with uh, uh, things that can, that can help us win the game. I mean, that's that's what we're all about. We're, you know, um, it's about being open, being honest, being transparent. Not that we have to accept every idea that he brings, you know, to the table, but at the same time, we're going to listen. If we can implement it in the game plan, we will. If not, maybe we'll save it for the next week. But I think that's one of the strengths. That you, and, and, you know, and you know, as a play caller, you know, you got to kind of crawl into the head of the quarterback a little bit and kind of see it through his eyes. So having these conversations with him during the week um, really gives me, as a play caller, uh, a good insight as to how he's also seeing, you know, our opponent that week. What's that? You know, there's, there's time. First of all, the, the guys that I had on staff that, that I, that I let go, um, I appreciate, and I'll say this publicly, appreciate everything that they did, did for me, the Philadelphia Eagles, the organization. Um, and, and there's times where, you know, as a staff, as a coach, you, you know, you need to make some change and, and, um, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for him to continue his career, obviously. Uh, same in, in with Coach Chung and, and Coach Brew and uh, to, to give them an opportunity. And, and so uh, I thank them for, for what they did for me, what they did for our organization, help us win a championship. I think there's many ways to, to open up your offense, uh, not just having a vertical speed guy. You know, um, you know, every team can drop back and just throw it deep. I mean, there's, there's ways of being creative. There's ways of utilizing play action pass. There's ways of uh, creating a gadget type play, uh, whether it be a flea flicker, things of that nature. But yeah, ultimately, would you like to have a guy that that can stretch the field? And and you know, you've seen that out of Nelson the last last couple of seasons and his his opportunities to go uh, deep. But um, you know, anytime you can you can add add talent, add speed, add depth to, to any position, it's going to help your team. With Carson, in in Phillips' case, um, obviously he had a, a great career in this league as a as a defensive lineman. Uh, he's been been with me now for for three seasons. Been on on Jim's. Uh, staff for three seasons and and uh, it's a great opportunity for him you know I'm, I'm big about promoting from within uh, as you guys know and and uh, it was it was his time you know it's his time to, to take the reins of that that group and and I'm excited for him you know and, and his leadership and and how he's going to continue to lead uh, that group same with Carson you know Carson uh, he's coached in this league before uh, Carson Walsh um, he was with coach Grow in, in Chicago um, you know, he's been around Alshon Jeffrey, so he knows our game. Um, been around us now for a year. He, he knows how we coach and how we how we teach and how we instruct. So I'm excited for him, and that's that's the type of leadership he brings. Josh, yeah, I was I was excited. I have been excited uh, with with Josh. I mean, he's a uh, he's a young player, obviously. You know, a, a kid that we had in in camp and. And then ultimately, you know, let him go, brought him back, and then we had to activate him, you know, due to the injury. And 
you know, he's really embraced his role. Um, I think this will be a, a really good offseason for him, you know, to continue to grow in our system, uh, to, to get better as a runner, uh, to, to, to listen to, to Coach Staley and, and what he's teaching. Um, showed some, some, some flashes last year, and so I'm excited for him, you know, moving forward. Looking at running back, with what you have Yes. Oh, it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I think you can go either way. I, I think you, you still got to continue to add add talent. You got to add depth, um, value to your team. Um, you know, and you've seen us do it in many ways these last couple of years. Uh, Howie alluded to it. You know, in his comments. Uh, you know, we won a championship with with a rotational system, and, and I think honestly, you know, um, you look at a lot of teams around the league, and you know, they're they're usually a two back type operation so um whether it's a you know another veteran free agent or through the draft um those are things that we're going to explore in the next few months two more questions please. player this week you know this this week is just a great opportunity for coaches myself um you know we haven't spent as much time with these guys so you know obviously character is, is big in my opinion um you definitely want to see their skill set when we when they get on the football field, and and then I think third is is uh, you know um, it, it, a lot of it's kind of off the field their their interaction with teammates uh, you know um, and and then uh, you know throw in throw in a fourth what do they know how much do they know of their own system offensively defensively and and uh, those kind of give us an insight to the to the players we see this week. Yeah, Nelson. Oh man, uh, love this guy. I mean, he he's he's first one in, last one out. You know, he he's a hard worker. Spends time before and after practice. So can't say enough good things about Nelson Aguilar and what he's what he's brought to the table and and what he will continue to bring. And um, you know, I, I think last year uh, you look at you look at the amount of guys we had, and of course we added Golden. You know, midseason and and you know, listen, I'm not going to stand up here and say it didn't affect Nelson um, because I, I think it did. You know, and and trying to get it, you know, the question was asked earlier about getting everybody the ball, and and, and it's it's a challenge, you know, when 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 you break down a game, and and yet Nelson didn't complain. He came to work every single day. Uh, he put in the time. He put in the work, and and uh, uh, was it was a huge part of, of what we did, and and getting us into the division round, you know, this year. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, love working with him, and and uh, I think there's great things ahead. Yeah.